balding balding people and welcome back to those ball chicks your favorite alopecia podcast i'm Paige, and i'm here with the awesome carly rogers you might know her because she's been on the podcast before she joined tbc to help host an episode about alopecia in the workplace a little while back and now she's here again to help me host this episode as well since it's september and it's alopecia awareness month we're going to go over a few topics as well as some hair loss news updates that have happened over the last year or so so welcome, Carly. Hi, thanks for having me again. <laughs> I know, I'm so excited because we talked about you being on the, on the show again. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm really glad to be here again. It's, yeah, it's super exciting. A lot has happened in the past year, both in my personal life, but also in the world of alopecia. Yeah, no kidding. I feel like with having Ariana, obviously you guys probably know if you don't, Carly has Ariana just like me. But with Ariana, I feel like both of our alopecia has changed so much since we last talked. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so that's wild too. I mean, how has your alopecia journey been so far since the last time well, we talked? <laughs> <laughs> since the last time we talked, oh my gosh. Well, just a, just a quick recap on like my experience. So I was diagnosed 13 years ago when I was 20 years old, 33 now. And I first just had some patches on the back of my head and I was really freaked out about it. Didn't really have a ton of support in the early, you know, early years of having alopecia. And then when I was 28, I started showing like more visible patches in the sides of my head. And that's when I decided to go all out, get head tattoos, kind of just like, you know, pull off the alternative hairstyle look, which has definitely changed me for the better. I feel like having alopecia be so visible has been like very uplifting for me. However, after we last chatted, a lot of things have changed because like I decided to cut my hair in November. So I think we had chatted maybe a few months before that. And I cut my hair, you know, it was the shortest it had ever been. So I cut it above my ears. Very short for me. Like I'm usually, I usually have my hair like to my shoulders or longer. So that was a different experience. Of course, like I had had an appointment made for a couple of months and then as that appointment approached, I actually got into a pretty bad car accident. Somehow, miraculously, have been physically okay, um, but had a lot of trauma from that. And the, the hair appointment was only like a week later. And I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to get this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I was like, I'm gonna, sure, I'll keep going. It'll make me feel better. It'll be great. I, so I went ahead and did it. And it was an experience, I'll say that much. Like the woman who yeah. cut my hair was amazing. She was super supportive. And, you know, for what I had on my head, like she did a really great job. I, of course, myself did not feel as comfy with having short hair as I thought I would. But I think that also came with the trauma of like, you know, almost dying and everything. So that was, <laughs> that's how that went. And yeah. then a few that's months a later. That's a lot right, together. Oh my God. <laughs> I know, exactly. And so I may have gotten myself in a little too deep with that. But of course, I, you know, spoke to my therapist immediately and went to weekly sessions. And now I'm like, you know, biweekly to monthly sessions, which is great. Um, But since then, I've like lost one of my eyebrows almost completely, which is a different experience for me. Yeah, the hair in my head still continues to come and go. But I think like having something change in my face has been definitely new for me. Once again, an experience. Um, yeah. And I notice it more than other people, of course. Although, like, 
when I have friends tell me that they don't notice it, I like definitely say, are you, are you, <laughs> are sure? you sure? Are you, sure? are you looking less... at the same person as <laughs> me? Like, I'm pretty sure I'm not very symmetrical. I mean, I wasn't before, but now yeah. I'm very like, yeah, I'm not very symmetrical. So, however, I think I've, you know, taken the right steps into like healing a little bit yeah. more properly from that, whether it be the car accident New, newly found alopecia. I have less and less hair on my arms over the last, gosh, I was over the last year. My arms are almost hairless right now. Oh, it's wow. wild. Um, yeah, some of the wild. hair that's fallen out on one arm is like come back and then others not. So it's been, it's been very strange, but some of the hair on my head is growing back really thick. So it's really, it's really complex. And I think it has a lot to do with the ups and downs of what's been happening in my life. I was just going to say, I feel like with all that happening in the beginning, a week before you got your haircut and all of that, that's a lot. That's a lot of stress, a lot of trauma, a lot. You know what I mean? So I feel like you never know with alopecia though. Is it because of all that? Or is it just because alopecia is like, you know what? I'm just going to do my thing. Exactly. And then winter happens. Like all of it, (laughs) winter happens. Uh, so yeah so it's been it's been a roller coaster to say the least but I think I'm like on the right path I'm doing what I need to do to properly heal it's just it's never linear healing is linear so I'm taking my time with it but I I think like talking about it is the most important thing and talking about it with other people that have alopecia is super important yep a hundred percent because I mean since the last time we talked my hair loss has been changing I swear every day it's different. Yeah. Like I have patches on the front of my head now that I've never experienced. I don't even know where those came from. And my eyebrows yeah. are thinning out. So I have to color them in more. And it's like, mm-hmm. what is going on? Could it be stress? Could it be life? Could it be whatever it is? So I'm yeah. right there yeah. with you. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And I, I, I enjoy seeing your pictures though. And I'm, I like that you're embracing it as much as you can. Like really interesting seeing like the changes in those patches. And I'm sure yeah. like, you know, it's always a mix of emotions, I'm sure. So absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) I think, I think like posting about it too, kind of helps me in a venting way. Like that's a way to vent for me because, you know, behind closed doors, what people don't see is all the sadness and all the, what is going on? What am I supposed to do with this? Like I've noticed with losing a lot of the front of my hair, I've been wearing wigs more and I've been wearing wraps more and I don't really want to look at it more. So it's like, a year ago, I was rocking my <laughs> shaved head all the time. And now because my hair loss is changing and it's different, I'm like completely different. I'm coping differently. So yeah, yeah it's always changing yeah. for sure. And it's not like necessarily a bad step to to go back to hats or to go back to wigs yeah. or, or to feel like you need that comfort. I think that that's totally fine. Right. That's, I mean, it happened to me when I cut my hair. Um, we yeah. were thankfully kind of heading into winter like I said the hairdresser did a she did a good job but I was not feeling like myself with that so I wore beanies 24 7 like I finally saw some family members that I hadn't seen in a few months probably towards the winter actually and they looked at me and said did you get your haircut and I'm like oh it's been cut since November (laughs) they had no idea they had no idea because I was wearing a beanie like all the time and I just did not feel comfy like just wearing and I and even to this day like I've been wearing ball caps quite a bit but right now it's you know almost at my chin and it's growing in but once again like there's so much coming and going that it's hard to manage it and um for those who don't know like I usually wear wear my hair longer with like I would say 70% of it being 
bald um, for most of this long. And it looks like, you know, an alternative hairstyle, even though it's just alopecia. Yeah, it looks like one shaved (laughs) side and then long on the other. Absolutely. I remember meeting you and that that was your style. Yeah. 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 I get it. With that. And and what's weird is like you were used to that. So for it to be that part to be changed it's yeah. like a whole nother thing to overcome because cutting your hair right. is also hard too you know like it's right like, yeah it, cutting it's hard yeah, yeah absolutely yeah so I think like those baby steps gave me a good taste for like you know just what I could prepare for emotionally with this yeah. because you know as we're learning to heal from the changes in the circumstance right like every little bit like you wouldn't think that cutting your hair would make would a be big part of it, but it yeah. absolutely does. And um, oh, I've always right. said, "Oh, I could just shave my head and be fine." But I'm like, oh, "Would I? I mean, I would I? Right? But that's all like an internal, you know, thing you have to learn." Yeah, that's why Ariana is so weird yeah. too, because it's like yeah. it's always so different. It's yeah. almost like if I had universalis or if I lost all my hair, you kind of be like, okay, well, this is what it is, you know, like my hair is probably not going to come right. back, and it's kind of just like that's your answer. But with Ariata, exactly. you're always guessing and it's, yeah, oh, it's absolutely. wild. <laughs> yes, it is. You're like, well, what's going to come next? Like I was expecting to lose all my, of my eyebrow and it just stopped. Yeah. I'm like, well, why didn't you just take the whole thing? Like yeah, at right. this point, like, just take, right. a, just, just just take, take all of it. <laughs> just take all of it. What are you doing? Uh, yeah. But also like understanding yourself and understanding what other folks are going through, like talking about it. I know I don't talk about it as much on my social media as I did in the past. I'm working up to it, but seeing other folks talk talk about their alopecia is just a great way to s- spread awareness first off, especially if your yeah. profile is public. And then also to get that conversation moving between people who have alopecia. Absolutely. So, I yeah, feel like that was, important. yeah, that was my main thing too. When I first came out of my alopecia, I was mm-hmm. like, man, I feel like if I knew that there was a community, I would have just thrown myself in yep. and yep. said, I have alopecia. Here's my life. And I would have saved myself years of worry and years of discomfort and all this, but I just never knew. Awareness is so important because it's like, there's people out there that literally don't know about us that have alopecia that don't want to search it. Yeah. And what percentage of, is it one to 2% of people have alopecia yeah. in some form, some way, which is a lot. It's which is a, a ton of people. people. Yeah. When you yeah, look at it, when you yeah. look at the numbers, you're like, that's mm-hmm. so many people that need Absolutely. to know there's a community. Yeah. And yeah. that it exists. And like a lot of people, sometimes they'll only have one spot and be done with it. Yeah. Um, and then they'll go back and be gone forever. Alopecia right. that is. Yeah. Other folks will deal with the coming and going of Ariata for for a long, long time. For a long time, um, right. And then there's folks who are, who, you know, have had alopecia since they were kids and a whole different experience. So, right, and it's think, just a way of life. Yeah. It was part of their life, so they don't really remember a life mm-hmm. without it, which is so wild because there's people that don't get it until they're adults, but there's people that get yeah. it when they're born. And that's just how they know. And I see yeah, people like that yeah. all the time, just confidently living their lives. And I'm like, man, I feel like me getting it as an adult with society was already in my head. I already knew about judgment and all this crazy. Yeah, yep. I was like, man, that if if I got it as a kid, I feel like I would have been way more accepting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also just knowing about it when you were a kid too. Even just simply right. knowing that it existed because the representation isn't there. And I know yeah. we were going to talk a little bit about that. Like we just, there isn't, and there's still very little representation of alopecia to begin with, but I know you and I had talked about this in particular, but the, uh, oh, yeah. the representation of people with Ariata 
too is like yep. nearly non-existent. I saw an ad and I can't remember where the ad was based out of that had a woman with alopecia just like rocking it. And I think, it, I don't know if it was for like a store of some sort. You may have seen it, but I'm like, wow, like that, this is just a commercial about this product, not even a hair loss related product. They're just existing as is. Yeah. And that is really awesome right. that they're just here. Like they're just there. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's <laughs> really refreshing. Too. I almost now try and look for people that are bald, but mm-hmm. I will say that I see more women and men that are completely bald than patchy. I feel like I mm-hmm. barely mm-hmm. see people with areata. And I don't know if that's just because it looks different than a bald head and it's just kind of patches mm-hmm. of hair that we have. Maybe it's like yeah. more eye-popping to people to see patches of hair than just a bald head. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's really hard for me to see people with areata. Like I, I try to look. I'm looking everywhere for them, but I barely see them. Can't find them. Where are they? <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> right. Where are my people? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's something it's, else. Yeah, right. It's funky. I don't know if it's because most people with areata tend to hide it. I mean, right. I will say just in my experience, I hid it for a long time and not Same. just because I was like actually active about it. Like I have naturally thick hair, had, I guess, but like had naturally thick hair. So like the bald patches weren't visible unless like I had my hair in a way yep. like high ponytail and like someone could see like some of the patches in the back, maybe. And then sometimes like if the wind blew, but it wasn't right. as apparent as it is now for me. I um, agree. Especially now like being on my face too. I'm like, okay, Okay, this right. is different and now a little bit more striking than it was in the past. So even, even with shaving if, like, your head too. Yeah. Like, if I shave my head, like even completely shave it, you can mm-hmm. still see the design so the, of the, my patches. Right, right. So I'm not even comfortable with that. Like, yeah, I yeah. feel like in my head, I, I might be more comfortable with just no hair up there and rocking it than my patchy head. My patches. Yeah, yeah, because it's such... Yeah. Like, even to me, I have a patchy head. Even to me, when I look at my hair, when I take a picture of it, I'm like, whoa. Like, that is because I have dark hair and very (laughs) fair skin. Yep. So it's like, (laughs) whoa. You can see it from a mile away. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It doesn't, like, blend in, like, blonde hair or, you know, like, it just doesn't really – yeah, there's the – the contrast is more stark. And, like, your hairline is – it's not really hairline anymore. And so that's – it's where, just hair, you know, wherever. Exactly. Yeah. And I try yeah. to, I've tried to explain this to a couple of people, coworkers, friends, family, et cetera, about why, because when they were asking, like, why did you cut your hair? What influenced your haircut? I'm like, well, I think just having alopecia really did. did. Yeah. I wouldn't have cut it that short otherwise. And I try to explain this, like whenever it gets really long and you have areata, the edges of those patches are thinner. And yeah. then those single hairs tend to pull on so many things. And yeah. like, yeah, I really liked, like, I saw some photos of myself recently with, like, longer hair. I'm like, oh, well, I did, like, enjoy that look. It looked more alternative. Like, I, I liked the way it looked. But then I was thinking about it, like, the way it felt hurt. Like, it actually physically hurt. And I think that that's yep. something that not many people think about when they think about having a patchy head. Is Absolutely. that sometimes it just the relief. I did have a lot of relief when I did cut my hair shorter yeah. for that reason. Like, I was like, right. oh, my gosh, 
I only need to use like a little bit of shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> My hair only takes like 10 minutes to dry. What is this? <laughs> this world. I, I did the same thing though. Before I shaved my head, I chopped my hair like at my yeah. chin. Oh, wow. I think probably close to a year I had okay. it because I was sick of my hair getting stuck on things and pulling yeah. out. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I chopped it like a little bit shorter than this. Yeah. Way. It was right at my yeah. chin and I loved it. It it didn't get uh-huh. in the way. It kind of looked thicker. I was I loved yeah. it. But then I was like, you know what? It, when I took my beanie off, when I took my hat off, it looked so scraggly because it was all over. I had patches everywhere. So it's not yeah, like I could yeah. flip it to one side or, or do whatever. But right, right. I said, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I can't look at myself yeah, yeah. like this anymore. Yeah, sometimes you get to that point because you're like, I am not in control of this. And that's where a lot of it comes down to. Like, that's another little key point to me about alopecia is that, like, there's a lot of mental health aspects involved in it. And that in- in- includes, like, losing yourself of control of yourself, yeah. what you want your self image to be versus like what it actually is and then right. that need to control so when I cut my hair it was definitely me like taking action yeah even if I did not love the result for myself as right. much as I thought I would um, you were doing it because you could that's the yes. same with like with alopecia you can't control what is what patch is going to come mm-hmm. how much hair is going to fall out what you're going to lose and i think that's a huge part of the mental health aspect of it is you feel like you don't know what to do you're at like a yeah. loss at, at what to do and you you don't know where to turn because you're like anything i do i feel like my hair is falling out more or nothing's helping yeah. it or something like that that in itself messes your mind up because every day you're like, okay, when is it going to change? What's going to happen? And living like that, I mean, I haven't lived like that for for a couple of years now, just because I don't pay attention to it as much. But I remember in the beginning, that was like every day, every day how I sat like at work, my neck was down. Oh my gosh, is my wig yeah. moving? Yeah. Can people see the ball stuff? Like it was 24 seven. So I can see yeah. why it's so important to talk about those parts of it because people with that don't deal with hair loss mm-hmm. usually mm-hmm. are like, oh, we'll just shave it. Like it's so e- simple to just shave right. it. You're like, oh. Yeah. And there's the, yeah, <laughs> no. the constant, you know, saying of, oh, it's just hair. And of course we can get into that. I'm sure you've heard that on almost every single podcast you've recorded yeah <laughs> so to say it's just hair is a you know it, it's complicated is what it is yeah <laughs> it's very complex and it's complicated and there's so many other factors that I didn't realize I wish I had gone to therapy way sooner yep than I than I started because I didn't realize how much I actually needed it and and yeah. the fact that it's not like of course having someone who can relate to your to your problem is a little bit more helpful but I want to say that like it has changed me so much for the better it has helped me manage 100%. like those thoughts those negative thoughts that I've had because it's all like alopecia creates this negative for me at least it creates like a negative feedback loop where I yeah I'm not happy with a certain way that I look some days sometimes it's just day to day right and and sometimes you feel like you're like extra confident I mean I don't feel like 100% confident ever but yeah right <laughs> but, but but then there's there, you don't have I don't have those bad days as much where I feel like I could oh I could go out without a hat on I could go out yeah. and go out as I am and Absolutely. I'm not gonna be concerned about it and then other days you know you might want that comfort of wearing a hat um 100%. and it's it's not it's not that simple it's not as simple as like saying like yeah I can just like 
bury this and, and go on with my day. That's why I, I still feel empathy towards folks that have bio hair and they don't have alopecia. Right. And they say they have a bad hair day. I'm like, you know what? That's you're allowed to have it. You're yeah. allowed to have a bad hair day. That's yeah, okay. right. Like I understand it's different than mine, but yeah, right. <laughs> but, but still, I, I get it. That's the same yeah. feeling, right? Oh, yeah. You know, it's the same feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like like a huge thing to to kind of go over in regards to like mental health and alopecia is um doing research. We obviously mm-hmm. found a lot of stuff in regards to mental health. One of the things or one of the first things that pops up when you start to experience hair loss mm-hmm. is something called social phobia, which we all know it's been mm-hmm. our best friend for, since we got <laughs> diagnosed. Um, a lot of people that have had alopecia for their whole life or just got diagnosed have or have had a sense of social phobia. It's hard to go out, talk to people, and just live your day-to-day life when hair loss feels like it's holding you back. That's why awareness spreading far and wide lets us reach those certain individuals so they can join the community and not feel alone anymore. In this wonderful community, people will be able to get advice, learn about all their options when it comes to their hair loss, and just get the information that they need to kind of see where they want their journey to play out. That's what I think is really interesting is like how my hair loss since I came out publicly has gone, has had a lot of influence with people I know with alopecia. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting because I thought, oh, I'm kind of having to do this on my own. And sure, there's a community to talk to, but I'm still living my life alone. But then I realized all advice, people that what they've gone through, people they've talked to, things they've done with their alopecia, I've kind of just taken all that in and then Mm -hmm. made it my own part of my journey, if that makes sense. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Totally. Like what you've done here, even like kind of organized and bundled up everyone's experiences and coming from different parts of the world and different ways of life and experiences with alopecia I think you've definitely like summed it up really nicely and that that is a part of awareness too having those conversations and having this available um, for people that may not be comfortable talking about it because that's that's like the number one thing is even the fear of like you said that social phobia comes into play it even comes into play even if you have that somewhere experience with somebody they may be a little bit more worried about coming out about it to other people that have that same experience because they have never had the support system before. Um, Absolutely. And like offering a support system or conversation or just even media, just media about it is You're not kidding. so, 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 so important because it offers that comfort. When you had started the podcast a couple of years ago, I was like, wow, this is like so relatable and so comforting to hear people like saying like literally you're pulling the thoughts out of like, it's like yeah how it's like you? someone is literally reading your brain yeah <laughs> like how Absolutely. what are you kidding me like that's amazing and then also having like those discord and support groups yeah with other folks that have alopecia yeah you, you may not have a ton of similarities as people but like you're still sharing this experience, experience. right yeah it's such a yeah. bonding moment absolutely mm-hmm. and i feel like kind of playing into that obviously community is a big part of the journey. And it's yeah. one of the best parts is because you feel like you're part of something instead of being yeah. a lone wolf somewhere. So yeah, yeah. Um, kind of touching mm-hmm. on the importance of awareness for yeah. the medical field and dermatologists playing mm-hmm. into that is obviously we've had our experiences with dermatologists. Everybody has, that's the first thing you do, or somebody suggests you to go to the dermatologist, mm-hmm. get checked out. And then that dermatologist usually says, okay, these are your options. And it's usually all medical. 
and injections and creams and all this stuff to cure you instead of, oh, well, there's a huge community. Oh, have you thought about Mm -hmm. going to support groups? Have you thought about going to therapy? I never got that. And I know a ton of Mm -hmm. people have experienced Mm -hmm. that too, where it was straight into getting shots in your head. And it was so terrifying because it all happened all at once. And I wish that more dermatologists and people in the medical field knew about this community, knew that, oh, just quickly go onto Instagram and you will find your people. Yeah, Um, Because that's where like mainly they are, I've noticed. But even like me, when I first got diagnosed, I went to Reddit and I was terrified. I knew that there was tons of people, but Reddit was like all people that were scared and didn't know of anybody. Yes. Yes. It was just kind yep. of venting and you didn't really have mm-hmm. friends on there. So it was like a, the one place I went to. But once yeah. I found out about this community, it changed my life. And I feel like more yeah. yeah. to talk about that. Absolutely. I agree. That's been, I'm sure, like 90% of people's experiences going to dermatologists getting diagnosed because it's also, I mean, in my opinion, very predatory because yeah. someone is, is diagnosed with, with alopecia for the first time, especially in, whether it be young adulthood or in, even when they're a teen, yeah, just no matter, honestly, any point in their life. And yeah. they're scared and concerned, and then they immediately want to find a solution. And yeah. so the dermatologist is that person in front of you, and they're the ones immediately saying, oh, your only options are this, this, and this prescription, and that's it. But that also gives you a false sense of hope. And once again, there's no mention of support groups or just how it can affect your mental health at all. Like when I got diagnosed, I remember like getting a biopsy done and then going off to college and then getting a call a week later. And they were like, yeah, you have alopecia areata. Click. And I was like, okay. Uh, And I called back. Need more information. Excuse me. um, So what do I, what can I do about this? What does this mean? And they were like, oh, well, it can progress, but like, you know, just you can come in and get injections in your scalp and then maybe it'll grow back. And I'm like, Okay, so that I ended up doing it because I was I was scared. I didn't of know course, what it meant same for me. here. And that's and that's exactly what happens to so many people. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can. Like, you didn't have. I mean, you said you went on Reddit. I was on some other forums that sounded yeah. very similar. Where Absolutely. it was a cesspool of negativity. <laughs> oh. Like very negative, very like very scared folks. And yeah, um, of course, like sharing those negative experiences is important too. But if it's just that, if it's just that, it's, right? That's, it's it's rough. Then it makes you you feel like, oh my gosh, this is how it's going to be for me. For, for the, rest the rest of my, of my life. life. You yeah. got it. That yeah. is exactly yeah. <laughs> how I felt too. I was like, totally. well, I guess this is my yeah. fate. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. I guess I'll just have to be right. sad and depressed for the mm-hmm. rest of my life by right. myself. That's how I felt too. Yeah, and exactly. even like the dermatologist, it was traumatic going there. Mm-hmm. I had anxiety. Mm-hmm. I was freaking yeah. out in my car before the appointment. I felt like half the time I didn't even want to go in because it was so vulnerable. I had to take off my yeah. hat, my hat and unclip my extensions and just show them yeah. my scraggly hair. And they weren't even like inviting about it. It was just mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. traumatic. And oh, yeah. I just wish that would change yeah. a bit for people that are new to yeah, totally. Well, you would hope that bedside manner would change a little bit, especially for folks that are dealing with this. Because it's, I mean, it's to a lot of people it's seen as just cosmetic, and that is not the case. And that's not um, the case. absolutely not the case. But that's like 
the main focus though. But I guess like on that note though, I'm going to pause. We have one minute left. Oh shoot. Okay. Okay. So this is going to be a two-parter. I knew it was going to, because we have a ton okay, of information. Okay. So obviously we have a lot to go over um, on Alopecia Awareness Month. We love to talk, which everybody in the Alopecia world knows that, but uh, we're going to have part two coming to you this month as well. So look out for that. 